Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about the mundane. Today's show is going to start with a little tiny bit of a trigger warning. Um, I just want to start by saying I am perfectly fine, but I haven't released a show in a few weeks because I injured my foot. So dear listeners, I know a lot of people have reached out to ask why we haven't had a show in a bit. I apologize. I just, my foot was really sore and injured and I couldn't really walk. And so I couldn't get to our studio to record. And um, so what we did, I'm feeling better. I've had x-rays. It seems like I've bruised my bone in my foot and we're working with it. And I'm walking much better. So I don't want anyone to think anything else. But in order to record today, my lovely wife, Amanda, welcome Amanda to the show. Hi, I was just thinking about the narrative of your foot. Maybe we'll talk about that. Um, was kind enough to bring my my second tier equipment up to our bedroom so we could record um, with my foot stretched out and iced um, in the bed, which we've never recorded in the bed uh, before. And this is a show about sleep. So thank you for doing all that for, for me. For most people, that would be a clandestine thing. For us, it's a relaxing thing. Yeah, so we're just... Relaxing from the third floor of our place with comfortable pillows and me propped up. So thank you, Amanda, for that. No, thank you. For helping me set this up. So I'm going to do my best to record consistently, but I apologize for the last three weeks and not having any episodes or any um, social media posts to let you know what was going on. Listen, everyone takes a vacation, even you, and your foot decided that it was time for you to take a vacation. And that's what I'm doing, a little vacation. Um, Speaking of vacations, Mm. um, tell me, Amanda, what do you pack in your suitcase that you put with you on the plane? Not the one you check, not your checked bag. Oh, because you know I'm very... um... Um, what's the word? Persnickety? That's a word. I don't Um, know that that's the word. I'm very, um, precise. Okay. With what I pack and how I pack it. And I feel very taken care of when I have all my things in their place. I think when I travel, I'm the most Virgo I am. Because I'm a Virgo in the... Truest sense of the word. Well, in the astrological world um which you know you might believe in that or not believe in that but for me 
my Virgoism is my um, preciseness, but it's not always there. It comes and goes. And uh, but I think at my heart, that's who I am. And um, certainly I'm I'm in my heart when I travel. So I have had a few different backpacks over the years. I like to travel with a backpack. Um, and my current backpack it was actually your backpack. That's right. I had purchased this backpack that I was really excited to have. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't working out for me. I didn't like it. I spent quite a bit of money on it. And I just couldn't make it work. And I was ready to... You were trying to sell it. I was trying to sell it and get rid of it. I'm so it, glad you didn't because I've used it so many times. And then you said, let me try it. And you're like, I love this backpack. Yeah, like, it was great. It's the worst backpack for me, and it's the best backpack for you. Should we name the company or just leave that out? Oh, I'm sure you can name the, name the company. I mean, they're not a sponsor, but listeners like to know. Okay, well, it's a Lululemon backpack. And um, as a former yoga teacher or a yoga teacher on a very long sabbatical, as I like to say, I, um, I, I used a lot of their products at one time in my life, and um, I do find their backpacks particularly intuitive right and very well made and i appreciate a company that will mend or fix something long after the purchase date for you and that is genuine genuinely their mission genuinely and generally i don't know if it still is because i haven't bought anything in the last little while from them sure but um so i had a lululemon backpack i had the zipper replaced i had the mend. i had all these things and finally it, it died um but it died after I took it on um, at least a plane a week right. for three years. So it, it, as our friend would say, it owed me nothing. Right. What makes a good backpack for you? I think there's an intuitiveness, lots of compartments, strength. The number one thing you don't want about a backpack is when it is particularly full and you need it to hold things. You don't want a zipper you know, like you took off your jacket and it's going in there and suddenly it's bursting. You want a zipper that's going to contain everything and hold it, not something that's going to pop open. And you really test your zippers. I can, I can, I do. I can swear to that because you like to stuff your bags. Like to or need to? Well, probably need to. Um, and I remember one time I was telling you, I think if you, st- if you put any more in that, we might have problems and sure enough you and your mother stretched it to the max and zipped it up and then pop goes the weasel yeah but anyways back to your it was, do you remember? it was a funny it was <laughs> that a was really, our hard shell too it was, it was, <laughs> yeah it was a really funny moment you were so no it wasn't not at the time you were very upset i wasn't very upset you i was fine because you were upset with your mother i was laughing well first you kind of gave your mother a bit of the I told you we shouldn't stuff it. He was telling me that this is what was going to oh, happen. Really? Yeah, and that made me, that made me less. less it was upset. all because, dear listeners, it was all because my mother, um, sweet lady that she is, she sews. She would never say she's a champion sewer, but, but she's great. But she, she sews out of necessity. So right. it wasn't. She's not the person that would make us cute little dresses. Right. She couldn't be bothered with that. But she certainly will make drapes pillows and things she wants for her home so she was making me pillows oh that's right and so that's right 
she had all these pillows at their place. And so I had to get on the plane and I'm trying to take these pillows, but pillows, pillows are take so, up a lot of room. Pillows are so not the thing you want to travel with. Like, well, they're light, but well, no, but like you don't want to stuff your, of all things, to I mean, stuff it your really pa- takes up a lot of space. It's like books, it's the right? Antithesis. <laughs> Put packing books that are so heavy. But anyway, so your mother made all these pillows. Yeah, so anyways, that's what opened it up. But because you think, oh, I can just compress them. They're pillows, but they still open up and take a lot of space, right? Anyway, the perfect um, backpack, as I said, has strength, so the zipper doesn't pop, and uh, lots of compartments. Um, I like having a space for my computer so that I don't have to have a separate computer case. So if a backpack has like like a gel foamy kind of section that I can just slip my computer into. That's meant for... for technology like yeah, tablets like, and yeah and, exactly and sometimes my tablet goes into that space too if I'm traveling with one and um it has a top I like having a top compartment so that when it's under my feet in the plane I can kind of just pull that top part up just a little bit open it up and have access to any of the things I need without fully pulling the entire thing onto sure. my lap and disrupting everything so things I would put in the top or in the front there's a little front compartment. Right. So um, I put headphones into, it's almost like a little plaid pill box that I got in a museum once. And you looked at me like I had three eyes because you're like, why are you buying that? And I was like, this is the perfect headphone right, box. Right. It's like the size of my thumb. It's sort of hard and clamps shut and it's perfect to put one or two sets of headphones in. So I put them in there. Um, I always have lip balm. Yes, you do. And I'm always grateful that you have it. I always have access to lip balm, especially on planes. you don't realize how dry your lips get on planes and things. Yeah, Yeah. I always want to have one handy. There's nothing worse than having dry, dry, even chafed or cracked lips and not Mm -hmm. being able to do something immediately about it. Sure. It drives me crazy. Um, So lip balm, a computer, headphones tissues eye mask you always travel with at least one eye mask. i usually have two you tell me you won't care and then you're grateful when i hand you one it's true so i have we a compartment once, for them i have another, a little bag of them another trigger warning we once got into a little <laughs> oh right. little tiff on a plane because someone stole your eye mask remember was it mine or yours oh it was mine it was yours because i never travel with an eye mask so let me you set always the travel stage. travel so we were... Don't make it too exciting because people well, are trying it to... it wasn't exciting is not the word. No, fair. Do we have a space between us, a middle seat between us? We did. And was there a person there or no? No, it was just us. So how did it end up on your seat then? Okay, so the plane was still filling with people. So you know that kind of moment, you get on the plane, you find your seat. You're like 36A, okay, that's me. You're 36C... It wasn't a full plane, so you get the aisle, and I get the window, or vice versa. But in that case, that's what it was. And there's other people behind you, so you want to sit there fairly quickly, and then you kind of wait for spaces where you can put your bag up top or get settled. Sure. You know, like I get my eye masks out would be one of the things I would do. So I got my eye masks out and I asked you if you wanted one you did and you were standing I think in the aisle 
you were your eyes were not on the seat necessarily so you're sort of standing in your seat but kind of getting things out of your bag up top while and the aisle was wide enough that people were sort of shimmying by you right 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 so that eye mask i put it on your seat as you stood very close to the seat um and then you looked or i looked and said wait where did it go and it wasn't there and it was our personal eye mask and so I think that's key of the story. It wasn't an IMS. It wasn't that, a freebie. Yeah, this this plane didn't provide very much, if anything at all. It didn't even provide drinks, if you remember. Oh, yeah, it didn't provide drinks. You had to, yeah. you had to, water, you had to buy water. But you had to buy water before you got on the plane. You had to pay for it prior to... Yeah. Yeah, it was something odd like yeah, that. Yeah, you had to pre-buy your water if you mm-hmm. wanted water. But it was a short-ish flight. It was a short-ish flight. I'm tra- My memory was it was from Israel to Turkey. I'll it, go with that, sure. I think it was, yeah, from Tel Aviv we, to Istanbul. I think it was even shorter than that. Well, anyway. It was Jordan to... No, because was it at night? Jordan no, no, to Tel Aviv? it was during the day. Anyways, it I think it was matter. Tel Aviv to Istanbul. Anyway, maybe. Maybe not. It was somewhere in there. Right. Maybe it was Turkey to Heathrow. No, that would like be far. Istanbul. That would be... Yeah, no, I know it would be, but no, but it was a short. It was a very short flight. It well, wasn't a Istanbul long... to Heathrow is not a long. Like, it's I like, guess. that's like a three hour. Okay, whatever. It was. <laughs> it it doesn't was matter. Me, I think it was, it was. I think it was Istanbul to Heath to London. Okay. I mean, whatever. And um, so I put it on that seat, and then I said, "Where did it go? I just put it there." And we look. And I'm like, but I just put it on the seat. And you looked and you're like, well, it probably fell. And I'm looking and I'm looking and you're looking and it's not there. It's not there. It's like it disappeared in thin air. People are starting to sit. People are, you know. And now I'm just mad. It's a eye mask I purchased with a little, I had the matching bag on me. It's not a big deal. Obviously, it's not a high ticket item, but it's more, I want to. I wanted it for the flight and sure, I wanted you to have it for the flight. I needed it for the flight. <laughs> so you could sleep. Anyway, after some discussion, I think you, did you say, did anyone see an eye mask? I think I did. I think I kind of, cause I was standing right at the time. And I mean, I, I it didn't, was really bothering. Me. I didn't make a huge announcement. I just kind of made an announcement like where you didn't get on the speaker. No, I'm not that. I'm not that type of person. The only <laughs> and people speaker. were still kind of filing in, but we were at the back of the plane, I think. So people were filing in more in the front. I think I was kind of saying it just to people around us in case yeah. it had fallen and we didn't see it. You're right. Like the people behind us, yes. maybe it had fallen. Maybe we. That's exactly it. it yeah. yeah. Like, hey, did you see an eye mask? Did mm-hmm. you see those? And then three or four things down. I think finally somebody said that they had it. I think so. Or somebody else said she has it. That, that was it. Someone I think that's else. what happened. They said she took it. Someone saw her take it. Yeah. Someone said she took it. I saw her take it. That's what they said. Yeah. And we were like, what? We couldn't. It was kind of like whoever took it was very stealthy because you were sitting down next to the seat where you had placed it, right? And yeah. I was standing. And it wasn't a particularly roomy place. No, it was like like they they were like a cat burglar if you will but i mean here's the thing did they sure. think it was a free perhaps that's what i think uh, you know maybe Turkish they airlines flight maps. maybe they saw it 
maybe I had maybe moved. they thought it was from first class and Who it had knows? migrated maybe, back. Yeah, I don't maybe know. they were like, "Oh, this is just on their seat." They don't even realize. Who it. knows the intention of right, why sure. one takes something? I mean, th- I think at that point it wasn't obvious you were sitting in that seat, right? So they might have thought someone left it. Yeah. Hey, free eye mask. Fair enough. Um, but the real controversy with the with the eye mask debacle happened much later because because we didn't really care. I think I posted or you posted about the eye It was mask. more of a funny little I incident. I might have been tweeting about I it. I think we were just laughing about how it happened. And we were like, whatever, if they want to keep the mask. they And I think they kept the mask or did they give it back to us? They gave it back to they us. They gave it back to us. It wasn't a big... At the time no, it was... No, she kind of was like, oh, I have it. Or someone's right. like, she took it. And then we're like, did you take an eye mask? And she was like, at that point, the jig was up of the great eye mask. Mm. But eye she mask was lovely thief. and we were lovely. It the... wasn't... a. It wasn't overly contentious, but it was questionable. Right. It's one of those things where you start... She was an opportunist, not a thief. Right. I think it's more the way to look at it. Fair. If I'm being charitable, who knows? I mean, I think so. But then there was a whole thing, and I think you posted about it in flight or something, kind of as a joke. I posted about, like, one of those things where it was like, you'll never guess what happened. I think I put it on Facebook. Everyone supported you and made jokes about it. Everybody was kind of thinking it was very funny because it's everyone a funny story one. And everyone but one who shall remain nameless because i don't want that person to feel badly well it rhymes with my wrister okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you sell out your wrister i don't care she okay. knows what she did okay <laughs> so anyway she 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 said what's the big deal it's an eye mask or something like that for the record i love your wrister <laughs> Anyway, um, and so everybody else was like, she was like, why are you getting so upset? And she kept going on like, what's the big deal? Why are you getting so upset? I guess you really have a problem that you need an eye mask or something. I have to go back and look. And it was just like, what is she doing? Right. Why? Really? This is the side? This is the hill to die on? (laughs) Like, really? We kind of just let it go. Mm. And that was that. Or so we thought. Oh, no. But are you, are you six, going to part two yes. of this story? Now I feel badly. Now I'm just talking about family grievances. Six weeks later, we step off yet another plane, this time in a place that shall remain nameless, but rhymes with Ralifax. <laughs> Rova Rosha. Okay, okay. <laughs> and the first thing she says to us is, did Marco find his eye mask? facetiously and with a tinge of an acid tongue i i don't and know thus what the, began a new argument i think this is can only the wound the <laughs> scab was peeled off and the wound bled fresh again of the eye mask debacle of 2019 well <laughs> listen everyone's over it now um i will say though speaking of selling people out i recently got sold out by a six-year-old daughter of a friend we have. You use the term sell, sold out very loosely. No, I need to clarify. I got sold out large. Anyone telling anything about you is, in your opinion, getting sold out. All right, dear listeners, you let me know if you think I got sold out in this occasion. So we were driving with some friends, and I happened to be in the backseat with their daughter. And... Their daughter, who's six years old, was in the car seat and said, Marco, you know, my mother told me to unbuckle my seat and grab the pillow from behind. 
It was a big moment. I was in the car when it happened, and she said, well, if you really want your pillow, we're going to have to do something like I used to do when I was a kid. we're, We're safe. We're driving, so it's not ideal, but you're going to unbuckle your seat for two seconds and just reach back and grab it and then buckle back up. So she tells me the story and she says, don't you think that was dangerous? And I said, I I don't, I said, I know your mother and she wouldn't take unnecessary risks. So I don't think so. And she's like, but I had to unbuckle my seat and grab the pillow. In the moment that she did it, she said, mom, is this legal? Right. So she's very concerned with what's legal and also she's pretty precocious and she likes to tell her parents what she thinks the best parenting tips are. Well, she tells me this story, this scenario. And I said, well, I'm, I said, I'm certain. I said, how far was the pillow? Was it in the trunk? Like, did you have to go? And she's like, no, it was just over here. I said, so you unbuckled it and basically reached and grabbed it and then buckled your seatbelt. And she said, yes. And I said, I think that was probably fine. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but it was dangerous. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know. It sounds like we were on some pretty quiet streets, too. And I said, I'm sure it was fine. Cut to us driving back from where we went. Now I'm in the front seat. Her mom is in the back seat. And my friend is driving her father. And I'm helping with directions. So I'm giving our friend directions. And I hear from the back seat, this little munchkin says to her mother, You know, I was speaking with Marco and he says, in some ways you're a good parent and in some ways you're a bad parent, is what she said. (laughs) Did you say that, For the record, I did not. In no way, first of all, I think my friend is a great parent, but she's saying this and I'm trying to give my friend... She's an exceptional parent. Yeah. I mean, she she tries very hard to have open and honest conversations Mm -hmm. with her daughter and to honor her feelings. Right. And so I'm, I'm telling the, the driver, like, directions, but I'm hearing this. And I, was, and I said, I said no such. And, of course, our friend is like, well, I'd really like to know what he said, why he considers me a bad parent. <laughs> to which this six-year-old sells me out and says, Marco said you shouldn't have let me take off my seatbelt. It was very dangerous. And what kind of parent are you? I never said such <laughs> words. But hearing it from the back, being misquoted was a quite hilarious but but quite a moment for me and this little girl who was who was beyond lovely but that was another little incident we're just we're just we're just really airing our laundry it sounds like travel travel um yeah travel mishaps i don't know travel antagonistic things i don't know now you had said that your mother is a person who sews right are you, would you consider yourself a mender? No. No. I mean, in my heart, I mend. Broken hearts? Spirits. Okay. <laughs> but um, I used to sit with um, my buttons that had popped off and thread oh, and sure. sit and like re-sew buttons on. Like I would hold on to stuff and maybe twice a year re-sew the buttons. Or oh, do... you would pick like a day? Yeah, I would sit in front of, you know, do something calm, television cool. or put some music on or whatever. And I would say I have some some light sewing to do. And I would, I'd know, I don't know that I ever darned my socks. Sure. But I certainly would sew on missing buttons, um, hem pants. 
I would sometimes do. Not do a great job of it. But, but you I, would. Yeah, I have definitely. I've seen you hem a skirt. Yeah? Yeah. Have you? I believe so. It's been a while. I don't think I've had anything with buttons now that I think about it or, or needed to be hemmed in a long time. But I used to, I'd sort of set it aside and say, okay, I have a few things I want to do or put, uh, sew a patch. Right. I've done that a few times onto jeans and things. Hand sewing. Would you use a thimble? No. No. I'm not that fancy. Okay. I mean, when I say sewing, let's, here's what I mean. I have a ripped thing here, a missing button there. It goes into some sort of box or pile or bag or whatever. It sits there for three months. Sure. And uh, when I have a few more things, I'll take like a sewing kit I got from a hotel. Okay. And sew that button back on or whatever it is, you know. So I've done that a bunch of times. I haven't done that recently. I haven't I haven't had need to, but I don't have a sewing machine. I'd like one, though. Oh, good to know. Yeah, I would like one. It's been on the list for a while. Well, Amanda, that about takes us towards the end of the podcast. I just want to say, um, once again, to anyone who has an injury out there that you're nursing back to good health, I'm with you. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of you. And um, I hope you get better and feel better very soon. I'm certainly feeling better, especially being in front of the microphone with you, It does feel nice, and it's been too long. We recently bought new pillows. How are you liking these pillows? I'm loving them. Well, we actually bought new pillow covers. I don't think you realize I've put old pillows into those pillow covers. What do you mean? No, I'm talking about these pillows that we're laying on. Oh, oh, I thought you meant the ones outside. No. The yellowy ones. The yellowy ones. I, I think I saw that you put... No, these are new pillows. Yeah, I'm enjoying them. They have a cool touch aspect that I'm enjoying. They're short. They're short pillows. That's the only thing. Well, maybe our heads are just too large. Maybe. Well, on that note, Amanda, I want to thank you so much. (laughs) We certainly traveled in this episode. We did with our eye masks and uh, our... um, car seats with children i actually want to thank my friend trevor for lending me his foot brace yeah which has proven to be so helpful and my chiropodist said to me that's a really good foot brace and i was like thank you to my good friend Mm -hmm. so um anyways enough about my foot i feel like i've exhausted my foot this my foot i know it's like my foot this well your foot has been keeping me up at night i'll say yeah it has yeah but other than that This is the last I'll talk about my foot. I hope. Um, We hope you were able to listen to this episode and hopefully drift off or at least get a chuckle or two out of the stories we told. About my wrister. About your wrister, about being sold out, and about the, the, the eye mask caper. Yes, the great eye mask caper of November 2019. Well, you remember the date. Well, it's Virgo. Right. right. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, folks. We hope you were able to listen and sleep.